Well, first off, I want to just um, thank everyone um, that uh, has given me the opportunity to just share um, what the Lord has placed in my heart. Um, Can you hear me now? I, I, I sound like that guy from the spring commercials, is it? But anyway, um, I, I'm really thankful uh, to have this opportunity. And the Lord is, um, I pray that the message that I'll be sharing, that uh, it would speak to your hearts and it would be uh, just uh, that it would fall on good ground. Um, there are some things that, uh, first off, I just want to say, hearing the testimonies and the prayer requests, um, in Galatians it talks about do not be weary in doing good because in due season you will reap. So you will reap something good. So do, don't be weary. The enemy wants us to be weary. He wants to wear you down. Whatever you're going through right now, whatever situation that you're going through, whatever situation I'm going through, it seems that the stresses and the pressures of life try to wear us down. But like the song we were singing just earlier about God is our strength and our refuge, that's where we have to hide. That's, where, that's our shelter. And um, and I just enjoy just everything we we had church, and we're going to continue in this attitude of worship work through this word, through what the Lord has uh, placed in my heart to share. And um, I've been told, like uh, I used to early on in my Christian walk, like when I was, I would study and write notes and pray and just read the word and just like boom, 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 scribble stuff down. And this is part of the scribbling. But uh, there was a pastor that I was sharing this with, um, telling him, man, you know, the Lord's like been waking me up like early in the morning and I'm just like praying and just like boom, 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 writing stuff down. And he's like, that's good, but that's not for you. He said, he said that's so you can give it out. So that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do this uh, this morning, and um, and there's some things that really like. I want to ask you guys, like, I mean, for what what do you do to refresh yourself? Like that song, like as the deer panteth for the water. What do you guys pant for? What what is your passion? What do you guys do? I mean, for some people. For some people, it's it. <laughs> for some people, it's usually just like you know. I mean, being outdoors. For me, it's being outdoors. Um, I like to hear like the birds singing. I like to go throw a line into the river, you know, or into the pond, catch something that refreshes me, um, you know. And also like just being outside and in creation. For others, it could be just working on cars, you know, or uh, cooking. I like to cook, you know. So. That refreshes me. Um, as you can tell, like, uh, I've been working my table muscle out a lot lately. Um, especially, like, uh, and then I, I do want to acknowledge 
my brothers in Christ and my sister, um, Harry and uh, Dakota and Angelica. Um, I had dinner with them last night, and it was a good blessing. Um, just uh, that was refreshing to me, you know, where we just fellowship. Um, amen. <laughs> so I, uh, so just talking about things about refreshing, and uh, we're gonna go to uh, Philippians uh, chapter three, verse uh, verses twelve through sixteen, and. Um, I want to focus a lot on on uh, the pressing, uh, the you know, uh, just uh, things that we seem to do. Things that I mean, like when obviously we press buttons on the computer. I was watching Tina out there doing the the graphics, and she's just like, and and just we press things. You know, we we. My daughter this morning was doing Legos, so she's like pressing the pieces together and everything. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to invite the presence of the Holy Spirit just to continue holding us, grasping us, being our shelter and our refuge as we continue this attitude of worship through the word. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for all of your goodness. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you for what you're doing in each and every heart in this place. I thank you for the work that you're doing as you're working in our lives. Sometimes we see it, Lord God, but we know and believe that you are always working. We ask that your Holy Spirit would just hold us, secure us in you. Seal us in your presence. And I pray, Father, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, O oh Lord, would be pleasing to you. And also that your word, Lord, would, that you would set me aside and that you would use me, Lord. Use my body, use my, use my voice, and, ca and capture my thoughts, Lord. I place them in your heart. I place them in your refuge, Lord. Guide us and direct us this afternoon, this morning, in Jesus' name. Amen. So Philippians 3.12, chapter 3, verse 12, and then I'm going to find it in my Bible somewhere. But um, I have it written down on my notes, but, but I, like, I like turning the pages. Okay, yeah, yeah, so in, uh, let me see, in my, my, mine is a chapter, I mean, page 1526, so, but, um, so in, uh, so Paul, when he wrote this letter, he was in prison, and he had, um, but, he was like in a physical prison, but he was still free by the power of the Holy Spirit and the Lord where he wrote this down, wrote this down to the Philippian church. Um, and he was in prison for advancing and preaching the gospel. And how many of us know that um, the noose is tightening around 
the church and the Western culture. You know, um, so uh, for advancing and preaching the gospel, and he was also also admonishing the Philippians to allow their manner of life to be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Now, some of the things that refresh us that we look to the world, like I mean, like being outdoors and being doing all that stuff. Are we still walking worthy, making that worthy as unto the Lord? You know, being uh, being good ambassadors to the Lord. I mean, we look at our missionaries and everything. They're representing Christ in these foreign, foreign lands. But what are we doing? I want to make sure that we can also represent Christ in our community. <clears throat> and then... Uh, <clears throat> Are we, are we pursuing that manner of life of advancing the gospel? And on the Great Commission, we know what God is requiring of us, you know, to go, go out there for and preach to every nation, um, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, that is what is required of, of us as believers. If we say, if we call ourselves Christians, that's what we should be doing is advancing the gospel. So I'm an evangelist at heart, so I'm just like, uh. but anyway, are we, um, so, and also are we working out our own salvation without blemish, like holding fast to the word of life? So in Philippians, when Paul wrote this, obviously he was in prison. I already said that, but not the word of God reads, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made, has made me his own. He's made us his own. But one thing I do for getting what lies behind the past life. Brother Mark had shared something about us being transformed from into God's will because he is making a house for us that we are now no longer living in the world. He's, we're living, we're being transformed into the kingdom of light. <clears throat> so, and then he says, Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. Verse uh, 14, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, changing the way we think. We're, we're no longer victims. The enemy is under our feet. Jesus Christ has given us the authority. And if, and if in anything you think otherwise, Paul says, God will reveal that also to you. That's the conviction of the Holy Spirit when he tells us, that, man, you know, you need to get into your work. Quit hanging out on, you know, things that don't matter. Things that, you know, hold on. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. So, 
Paul was talking about all his trophies of life he had to leave behind to follow Christ. As we know, Paul was highly educated in the um, in Judaism. And sometimes we tend to not shed away those habits that we've had before, those things that we've learned before, the attitudes from our culture, the attitudes of growing up, however we grew up. Um, I mean, I, I have, uh, some of us have, like, we still carry those scars, whether they're uh, physical or emotional. I mean, whether, uh, I mean, some of us were ragged sinners. We didn't care about what we were doing. And But for Paul, he was highly educated, and he count, counted all those things. He forgot all those things. He had to, to, to obtain the upward call in Christ. I mean, so we use those things that we've learned, those things that we had to go through in the past before the Lord, and we use those as not stumbling blocks, but as stepping stones. We need to, to obtain to the high call, of the upward call of what Christ has called us. And part of the, part of the calling, it all comes down to going out and advancing the gospel. Going out and advanc advancing the gospel in our words, in our actions, in our decisions, making Christ centered, being Christ-centered in our lives. And it's not an easy thing, but we can't do it on our own, but we have the gift and the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, inside, inside of everyone in this building, that, that he'll guide you, he'll direct you. Yes. And he'll... Uh, He'll call you to look look at his word. So we need to understand, like, what trophies do we have, our testimony, what God has brought us out of? That's a trophy. That's a trophy that we can hold up and just like, say, hey, you know what? This, this is what God took me out of, but he took me out of it. I'm no longer in there now. This is what God did this for me. He can obviously do that. For you as well. I mean, I mean, we've we've mentioned this before, and the scripture the scripture also says that God is no respecter of persons. You know, to whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, but somebody has to go and tell them. I mean, in Romans it talks about that. Like, how can they hear if if no one's no one's been sent, you know, or so it's like, but we also got to understand also on the flip side, the enemy has messengers too, you know, so he, he, and when someone gives their life to the Lord, I mean, the Bible says that all the angels rejoice in heaven. So, when they rejoice in heaven, the messengers of Satan go and tell them, hey, this person gave his life to the Lord. You don't have it no more, you know. So they give Satan the bad news, but Jesus gets the good news. Amen. So so us as being ambassadors, I mean, it's, it's walking worthy, being able to 
being able to represent Christ well. So, so I mean, Paul also says that he's pressing on. He's because he hasn't perfected it, or he hasn't gained possession of what what the Lord has for his life. So us, I mean, we're not we're not perfect, but we need to continue pressing forward and discipling ourselves and reading the Word and fellowship and fellowship and worship in everything, having an attitude of to glorify the Lord. And whatever situation you're going through, knowing that who he is and who he called us to be in him. That's a key. I mean, being in him. And uh, so we need to realize also like the preciousness of Christ. What is it that is more most precious to us? I mean. There we go. That that the song I was in here earlier, listening to the worship, man, and it was just like everything that that I had down. Because I mean, as a deer pan is for the water, you know, so my soul longs for thee. It's just like, man, that's that's precious. That's refreshing. I mean, just uh, everyone knows, like on a hot day, you want to refresh yourself, so you just like. Either open the window, turn on the AC, or drink some cold water it's with ice in it. You know, where it has all that, um, what do you call it, that condensation. On. <laughs> like it's like the glass is like, you know, so cold that it's like, um, that's refreshing. The preciousness of Christ. In Acts, the uh, book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12. And he talks about, um, and there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Amen. Jesus. I mean, and it, it's, it all comes down to him being the most precious in our lives, yeah. our relationship with him. Our, and we can't, he's, the, he's our covering. He is our shelter. Yep. He's like, yep, he is our shield and our strength. You know, um, and it, it's just like, and then you don't have to turn to it, but I'm going to just, uh, in 1 Corinthians 3.11, for no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So do you know do you know what Christ the King values? He values you. He values us. He values the church. He values everybody in this building, those that are outside. He values them. We just gotta know, like, I mean, people that are going through uh, they don't know if what they are or who they are. Um, we're, that's happening a lot in this culture right now in our time. But we need to let them know that, I mean, Christ doesn't make mistakes. 
So he made you either a man or a woman, you know. So um, there's only there's only two, and and I mean we we are called to love those people, but not really to condone what they're doing, you know. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, like I said, some of us like were. I mean, for myself, I was a. A, a drug addict, you know, and I was always told, you know, you're going to be, once a junkie, you're always going to be a junkie. Some of us, you know, like, were struggling like, with alcoholism or uh, sexual addiction, whatever it may be, um, pornography and stuff. So, I mean, so people try to label you, the world will try to label you like that. But Christ says, you know what, forget those things. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old things have passed away. And he says, behold, check it out. You have become new. And he also says, I mean, that we are his workmanship, created to do good works in, in Ephesians. So we also need to also, as believers, to continue to, to test ourselves, whether we are in the faith, like, you know, do a self-evaluation of, man, could I have done this better? Lord, what, what, what do I need to do to, to grow in you, you know, to grow? So we, I just shared, like, the preciousness of Christ. And then um, we also need to pursue to seek and follow Follow the Lord. Hebrews 11.6. And this is a very familiar scripture. Yeah, People that. I can tell who's like reading their scriptures. Because they, they like. Yes. Hebrews 11.6. Um, so he says. And without faith. It is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And some versions says diligently seek him, earnestly seek him. <clears throat> so, so we have to do our part of just not, not just like, well, you know what, you know, I'll just wait for God to, you know, get me out of this. No, we have to urgently and earnestly seek him through praise, through thanksgiving, through just like on your knees and just like crying out to God for those people that you love that don't know him, those people that are out there hurting, those people that you know about but you haven't like really contacted. So so we want to please God, we need to draw draw near to him. So if you're not feeling feeling the Lord, the Bible also says in James that, you know, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. So if you're not feeling the Lord's presence in your life, make no mistake about it. He's not the one that drew away from you. So, so we need to draw near to him. So, and he, he called us and chose us, right? So, 
I added like a little footnote right here just to, to say no to sin, but say yes to God. We, we need to say no to sin because God is a holy God and God hates sin, so we should also hate sin that comes towards our life, things that will distract us from the Lord, things that will distract us from our pursuit and our pressing of seeking to obtain the upward call in Christ. So this is another part of his name in uh, Psalm Psalm 910. You don't have to turn to it, but I'll read it. And it says, and those who know your name, how many of us know the power of Jesus' name? And how we could know it, but how many of us, it says, put their trust in you? For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. His promise to those trusting in him, he will not forsake us. Those who seek him. I mean, sometimes I, we can tell people about the Lord, but they don't, they know who he is. They call themselves Christians, but they don't really trust in him. So what I want to share with you guys is that we need to trust in him for all things, for our finances, for our well-being, for our health, for those, trust in him to seek those people, to, to reach those people that, that mean a lot to us. And even those that don't, that we don't have no real good connection with, just advancing the gospel. Because um, it'd be good to, to continue to advance the gospel in, in Christ. So one of the things Paul says was he forgot those things in, that were behind him. In Ephesians, this is my favorite book, 4, 4.22-24, the Word of God says to put off your old self. Those old things that, like, man, that weigh you down, the, the worry, the stress, the those things that, I mean, we're going to go through that stuff, but we got to remember that Christ is our strength and our refuge. So he says to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, the past, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Put on a new thinking cap, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. We need to put on Christ. We need to put on his garment of, of praise, his garment. And, and as ambassadors, I mean, as ambassadors of Christ, representing Christ, the world will look at us when those situations come across it. So um, my wife had shared about what happened with uh, our daughter. I mean, that's my baby girl. So I was just like, inside, I could feel myself like the old man was coming up, you know. <laughs> you know? And, yep, and I, I remember clearly that 
being an ambassador of Christ, knowing the Lord, I just felt like the Holy Spirit just said, you know, and I did not say anything. I didn't say anything. I just like, I gave it to the Lord and um, I was just like, but, you know, but I kept on like trying to fight, fight that, you know, I mean, that's my baby girl. So I was just like, man, you know, and please just let me say, and it was just, I, I couldn't. So I just like walked away, you know, <laughs> and I'm thankful that, um, that, uh, the Lord also spoke to my wife, but um, I was, uh, yeah, I was upset. So, um, but it's tr- putting your trust in the Lord and <clears throat> to putting on the new self. And I didn't, it wasn't like, um, like the the self control or anything like that. I know it was the Holy Spirit inside of me, just like, man, you're gonna get tested. You're gonna get tested, and we get tested every day, you know. And um, I like what uh, Brother Mike at one time mentioned that this is like a holy huddle. This is like the locker room. I, I, using the sports analogy, this is like the locker room where we get the instructions, we draw out the plans, we draw out the plays and everything like that. And it's up to each and every one of us to implement those plays out there. Implement those, you know, because you're gonna get resistance, you're gonna get um you're gonna get hit, you're gonna get um but you gotta you can't fumble the ball of your salvation. You can't fumble the ball of your of your uh of your of the righteousness that Christ has given you, the Holy Spirit, you can't fumble that up because people are out there looking for you to fumble it. They're looking out, out there, they're looking for you to drop the ball, you know. And knowing who your strength and your refuge is. And the other thing is to practice to exercise oneself in for instruction or improvement. In 1 Timothy 4.15, Paul writes to Timothy, young pastor, and tells him, practice these things. Immerse yourself in them, in the word, in your faith, in worship, in praise, so that all may see your progress. So what... I need, I need to ask myself daily, like, what is my progress? What am I... What am I practicing? Am I practicing love? Am I practicing the life that's inside of me? Sharing it with others? I'm going to ask the worship team to come up real quick. So I'm about ready to to close. And I know it's a lot of scriptures, but like I said, this is what the Lord put on my heart to share. In 2 Peter 1.10 and 11, it says, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. How many of us want to, we know about election fraud and everything, all that stuff, right? But God has called us and there's no fraud in his election. You guys have all been called for a purpose. You all have been called to do something for the kingdom of God. 
So if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way there, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want to end this with a, with a quote by John Wooden. How many know who John Wooden was? The basketball coach? <laughs> yeah. So he, one of his quotes is, it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. So it's the little by little, little by little, praying, sharing the scripture, sharing what Jesus did did for you, you know, opening the opening a door for someone, you know, helping someone load groceries, helping someone do do something. So with that in closing, I just wanna if you have been struggling, if you have been going through some things or you want more commitment towards the Lord, Jesus said, Come unto me. All you who are burdened and heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Rest in him. So I want to ask you guys. If you're going through some stuff that isn't. That is really like wearing you down. That is. That is. uh, Stressing you out. Or you're battling with some things in your past. And you want to seek the Lord more, and you want to give yourself more to Him, and submit submit to Him, to His Word. And you want to put renew your trust in Him. I want to ask you guys to come up, and so we can pray with you. So, as Jesus wants it, the Holy Spirit wants you to trust in Him. The Holy Spirit wants to guide you and direct you in all those things that we've been struggling with. So, come up. Don't worry about what anyone's saying because it's your salvation that you're working on. It's your salvation that God has called you and chose, chose you. Come up so we can pray for you.